0: The Saline Solution Presents Naked Naked, The podcast series that pairs it all Real life experiences, how they were dealt with And the lessons learned Facing the person in the mirror always makes us check ourselves Accept our past and guides us to make the decisions That are best for our peace of mind Are you naked? Here's your host, Saline Griffith This podcast is for adults 18 years and over. Right, so we hit the ground running today. Welcome to Season 2 of the Naked Podcast. I missed you. How are you all doing? I hope all is well and that you started off 2021 in fine style. Listen to me. 2021 is going to be good, you know. It's going to be good. Because we had a whole rehearsal for 2020. <laughs> and I think we're doing well. We're doing well. I just want to say condolences to the families who lost members due to COVID-19. We know it's not something to trivialize. And we can never look at numbers, right? But we continue to press on. We continue to do what we must to keep safe. I know I ended Season 1 on a, a little juicy note. Huh. All I really like to you know, but we're starting off like that, huh? Because guess what? Today's episode is about My boyfriend is married Ha! <laughs> well, what was my boyfriend? So I'll share that with you all today But yeah, we're talking about married men today And uh, let's see how that goes If loving you is wrong I don't want to be right If being right being without you, live a life. So your girl thought. I mean, you're growing up in a good Catholic home, and you know some things are taboo. Some things, not even taboo, they're just not done. But if we go back in time, we realize that adultery. For for there to be a commandment against committing adultery, we know it happened in long time. So we want to know what it is causing that. What really causing that? Because I was one of those people, I had two very close friends who were involved in relationships with married men and I'd get on like if I was friggin' the Virgin Mary, if you see me real getting on, i judge them, you know, i judge them and say, Oh gosh, what is this? What, what is it you're doing? You're going to mash up somebody's home and blah, 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 blah. Until it happened to you. So my lesson in that was actually about not judging people. A lot of things I learned about myself. In terms of not judging people because you don't know about a situation unless you're in it. eh? So I had to call myself out on that because I was in a whole hot four-year relationship with a married man. And not only was he the only one, um, there were others. There were others, but those were like little flings. Let me tell you, it's not like you're going out and say, yeah, go and find a married man. Studies will show you that women when they're over 35, and this is in no way an excuse but women over 35 tend to be attracted to men who are married. And my other question is, why the fuck the married men who made a commitment, why they stepping out? Why not putting any blame on anybody? Because in every situation, we know, it takes two hands to clap. Not so. And we heard of so many stories. And if I'm being naked, I have to come with the truth. I have to come with the truth. I'm telling you, I went back to my two girlfriends and I said to them, I now understand what happened because when you see you're getting involved in a married person's space two people looking for a void eh? to fill a void I should say they're looking to fill a void and shit happens it's not like you're going out there although there are some women who don't care they will watch your husband and you happy happy and still go after you are eh? Watch it. And some fe- some fellas who will go after the women who are married. is a challenge for them. But in my case, I'm telling you, it was literally a friendship. I still love this man. He's an awesome human being. But of course, it had to end because he wasn't leaving his wife. But at the end of the day, you know how things go. We were in the relationship. I can't believe it It. it accumulated for four years when i checked back when we checked back and we got to this point where we said this is where this has to end um it was a mutual decision uh we are still friends today but it was hard it was hard breaking that off because he literally was like my best friend at that point in time and uh, i value that and i oftentimes say people come into your life for a reason and a season and i guess that was his reason and season for us to interact because uh i learned so much from him in terms of men remember last season i told you all my situation with man is not any better i had one who was the love of my life it didn't last long because he had a woman that i didn't know about and then After that, I had a clingy one, so that couldn't work out either, so I broke off that engagement. And after that, there were casual relationships. Of course, me in each of those casual relationships wanting to have an actual relationship, but it never came through. So when I rolled up on this dude, it was not even an intention. We weren't looking for anything. In fact, it was a juve morning. Oh, Godoy, I'm coming back. So Juve morning, your head nice, everybody smiling, everybody just happy because you know a carnival does that to you, right? It's the unifying thingy. Oh my God, I loved it. I'll miss it this year, you know, I'll really miss it. But anyway, so we're getting ready to leave going our separate ways. You hook on like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, like a sandwich all the time. You're whining, whining, going down the road. And when you're leaving now, bam, somehow we exchange a kiss. It was magical, but it at that point in time even then you weren't even thinking anything for me it was like yeah yeah that was cool that's it after that we kept in contact and um, we started going for lunch all the time as friends still nothing physical no intention of um, thing he told me about his family and I love his family life as well because it seems well-rounded seems and uh, for me I free single and disengaged and uh, it, it was cool I have somebody to hang out with so we would do lunch all the time and lunch turned into Friday evening limes uh, talking every single day and bam, my birthday happened <laughs> my birthday happened and it was such a beautiful experience I mean I can't tell you last time somebody take me out on a date for lunch where I had to actually call in the office and say I'm not coming back for the afternoon um lunch times turned into power lunches because i have to run home to screw <laughs> you know I'm, I'm a little bit loose now and for me it was so nice it wasn't about just the sexual part of it huh? let me let me clarify that for you all although that was magic oh my god it was good but it was about the bond that we started to form so clearly for me at that point in time i knew that I was always open to having a serious relationship. Always, even though I wasn't actively looking for it, I was always open to having a serious relationship. And for him, I guess, whatever was going on in his home uh, with his marriage, because he's an awesome father, whatever was going on with his marriage had to do with him actually opening himself up to let someone on the outside in, right? Never did it cross my mind that you're doing the same thing that you're both your two friends for. In fact, my very good friend, she emailed me and she said, I know this is not going to end well for you. You are going to be the one who's going to be hurt. And I said, you know what? I know. But this is a situation where I feel I have to be burnt to learn. Imagine you're going into something and you know it's not going to work. Yeah, you must be calling a asshole. But at the end of the day, it was my experience, my journey and i still have no regret what the only thing i could say that i regretted is that it was a distraction from me looking at anybody else or making myself available to anybody else for 4 years but during that 4 years i really earned a friend and i realized that i can be good friends with my partner right i can be good friends with the love of my life even though he married <laughs> but I oftentimes have the question hang looming over my head. Is it that everything seems so good because we are not fully committed to each other? Because he couldn't, of course, ask me to stay committed to him. He couldn't ask me to do that because you have a whole wife and a family. But so there was a there was a there was an understanding. I would say. So I dated other guys throughout our thing because I mean the only time I'm seeing him is lunchtime as I said and the ever so often when we take a little runaway to Tobago or whatever but I cannot say that we spent a lot of time together our time was on the phone so really and truly I can't say it was my best relationship but it really did feel good and it it helped at that point in time but when you have someone who is caring for you beyond just you or beyond just the physical my well-being made sure to pay for a personal trainer because I was going through um, at that point in time and my mom was ill and uh, um, my doc was telling me, you know, maybe you should exercise. Paid for a personal trainer. Um, I kept talking about I didn't like how I was putting on weight, so he made sure to see about that. Then there was a part with uh, whilst I was studying. Imagine I am on vacation with my family in Tobago and this man is putting together my... um, my my portfolio for me to submit to Arthur Lockjack. and uh, when I came back from Tobago and it was almost too close to the deadline, he left his office and went and delivered it f- on my behalf. Now, come on, it can't be that is just the pussy he wants and doing all of that. It must mean that this person seriously cared for me, and I think that is what was missing in my life from any of my relationships before that. Somebody who will go out of the way to care for you like that. So, I think that is what I latched on to. Mindful, be mindful of the fact that yes, I knew about the, the wife and the family, but for some reason, because I, was, I put the friendship before uh, our relationship, I oftentimes, we would oftentimes get into conversations about what went wrong in your marriage. And I started counseling the man about what he should do to make sure that, you know, things get better between him and his wife. He never ill spoke her, and I respected that. He never ill spoke her, he never sounded as though she's a waste of time or anything like that. Would you believe? I just found it was so strange. Everything about it was strange because we were talking to each other about how we can make things, uh, the areas in our lives a little better. Of course, I would confide in him about what was going on with my children's father and myself and why our relationship was so tumultuous. And he gave me advice as well about how I should pull back and and some things about my personality that I need to check that may be rubbing um, the kid's dad the wrong way, causing him to behave a certain way. We really did have each other's back. I remember one time we were going for dinner. Uh, I was taking him out for his birthday and I'm seeing the, the phone ringing all the time. His wife's name is coming up and he's ignoring it. And I said, turn the car around. We're not going for dinner again because for her to call you so many times, something is wrong. Why aren't you answering? And he said, no, no, no. She's probably just being silly again because, you know, he didn't tell her where he was going or whatever. And uh, admittedly, even though, yes, he was good to his family and stuff, there were some times when, you know, when some men are emasculated in their house, when the wife wears the pants and, uh, makes them feel a little emasculated. Let me tell you something, ladies. That's your worst fucking behavior you could have because you will push him away. And I think that's exactly what happened there. So when you see your boasting to your girlfriends about, yeah, he had a device and he will do this and he will do that. Yeah, he will do that and everything else. Because I felt badly for that. I I felt badly for him um, having to resort to that, knowing his character, that he's not that kind of person. And I felt badly for his wife, knowing that she has no clue that this is happening, that he will go to someone else outside of the family to look for that romance, to look for that, uh, somebody to understand him, you know. Anyway, his sister called and uh, he answered the phone and it was to tell him that the wife had shut down on the side of the highway with the children in the car. I said, you've got to be fucking kidding me. You cannot ignore a call like that. Because you think that she's just being silly. You can't do that. So, of course, dinner was cancelled and he went on his way. But that's to tell you to the to the the extent to which I loved this man. And I really, really still do. I love him to the point where I had to let him go because there was one time I called him up and I said, I can't take it anymore. I can't take when I get to that climax of... Oh my gosh I really love him and, and I get to the point of hoping that he's gonna choose me and so many things start so many thoughts start taking over and then the reality hits you no he's not gonna leave because for various reasons he was not going to divorce his wife for me and that spoke volumes that speaks volumes because it's as though yeah you want to stay there but you are the meantime person and yes, there is an element of disregard for who I am there, but it's I have to say it's what I allowed until I got to that point and I said, "Here, yeah, this is enough." But we know that it is not it's not beneficial to anyone being involved in a in a relationship with a married man. So you can never say that's my man because it's not yours. You always have to if you I remember that one time we were coming from Tobago, and I saw the best friend of a guy that I was interested in. So I say, eh, uh-huh. it's good. let him see that I'm with somebody, so he would go back and tell him and make him feel jealous. I say this about mine. Huh? You know the fucking man knows my ex, the guy that I was with. He knows him, they are really close actually. So you know I had to go into the next side of the airport to make it look like we didn't come in there together. How did that make me feel? Like lower than the white line in the road. I remember coming back on the flight, we sat in different seats and tears rolling down my face. But he noticed, he felt it. He felt that I was feeling badly. And um we had a brief conversation about it, and I think that is when things started to really scale down for us. You know? Um hmm, that was a time boy. This are the original side this is not my style and not Tell you about another situation that I was in with a man who was married, but in this case, I was not told that he was married. Now I meet brother man. I meet brother man. Brother man say he watching me all this time, and I say, well, I didn't know you would like somebody like me. So I think, well, okay, we cool. You fly out the next day, and we're talking every single day via phone. When you came back to the country, we dated for like six months. Still nothing. You know it's three years. Three years. Where i thinking our friendship is cool, and there's a, there is the potential for us to get back together. For three years later, for you to come and tell me, oh, and this is how I found out. You said to me, I have something to tell you. When I left the day after I met you, I went to get married. And I was like, what? And I only got told this story because they came home for one Christmas. The wife came home one Christmas time. And uh, I knew he got married and he had a kid and stuff like that. right? But I didn't know the whole nitty gritty of his story. now. So it's only when he came back home alone one year, he said, we need to talk. And that's when he started to tell me because I said, I couldn't understand if your wife knows that we are good friends. Why is it she would say that I am being disrespectful for wanting to meet her and your daughter? And that's when he opened up and said, well, when I left the day after I met you, I went to get married. So all this time, his wife is thinking that I am trying to move in on her marriage. That I find is very fucking deadly. And there are lots of motherfucking men who do that. Listen to me, that real stink. If you do, if you know your horn and your wife, at least, or your husband, at least let your side, check or side person know this is the situation. Lay your cards out now. Be be grown about this shit. And okay, so the two of us decide we want to engage in an extramarital affair. We have the price to pay for that. We know, but we're talking about we're in this moment right now how you could not say something to this person how you could set them up like our ah, boy that done all right you know but funny enough we are still really really good friends because he came clean he explained he apologized now he and his wife divorced but okay that's not my business but i just think that there's so many different scenarios when you get involved with someone who, who is married and we have to be careful. There's also this scenario. I heard of a, <laughs> I heard of a young woman. You were with this man because you want status, right? So you went with the man, knowing full well that he's married and whatever. Okay. So each his own. We are all accountable for our actions, yeah. But you decide. You're with this man. He put you up. Oh, before I go on with that story. Dude that i was with for four years offered to pay my rent he offered to pay some of my bills and all of this kind of thing and i said no i would not take your money and let me tell you all i this is still something i believe i'm not taking money that belongs to your household because i still believe in a sacramento marriage eh? funny enough i believe in it i want it too for myself um i just freed karma oh boy oh good. i'm real frightened for that part <laughs> but i'm looking at You're wanting to pay these things for me. How are you going to explain where this money is going? I don't want you to have to hide anything. We're already hiding the fact that you're sleeping with somebody else. Let us just have our time. But to say you're committed to me in terms of paying for stuff, and I know you're not going to agree with me. Because at the time, one of my male friends, he cussed me, and he's like, you're getting the milk for free? He had to pay for something. What the fuck are you doing? He had to pay a rent. But there were some things that he was really, he just did. And I couldn't say don't do it because whatever whatever I looked at those things as gifts So if he noticed that my car needed servicing or I needed new tires He would take the car and go and see about it because that's the kind of person that he is right I'm not gonna say no don't do it. I was very appreciative of it, but to say you have a set commitment every month to give me something no way I, I, I really I stopped that in the gap. I said, no, nah, I don't want that because I don't want to get accustomed to this. And when we end the relationship, what? I'm like a fish out of water. I wasn't doing that. Anyway, back to the story with the young lady, which she bold-faced You made a man, your one status. So he put you up in a nice apartment. He bought you a car. Well, say once again, Gil, pay for your tuition. But my girl, when the man's wife got ill, he came to her and he said, "You can keep the car, but I'm giving up the apartment because my wife is ill and we need to end this, right?" Homegill was vex. Homegill reached by the man house and edified his sick wife about what's up. That is real stinking dirty behaviour. You can't be doing that because you knew. That he was married. Why you want to make his life horrible after that? I would never. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Unless you disrespect me, of course. If you try to tarnish my name in any kind of a way, then, brother man, I'm spilling them fucking beans. Trust me when I tell you that. All of this to say that we find ourselves in situations where things that we would, on the outside, look at it and say, I'm not going to do that, I would never. And you remember we grew up and your parents always tell you, never say never. Oh my God, Celine learned her lesson the toughest way ever. I learned never to say never because it was something else. That situation was something else. But I enjoyed. I really, really enjoyed spending that time with him. My next issue is when men. What causes you or woman? What causes you to step out of your relationship? Because here it is. We are. You, 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 you signed something else. You signed something. You committed, and I know. Please, I really, a y'all don't believe, y'all won't understand how much I want somebody like a man or a woman who stepped out of their marriage to come on this podcast. I I feel this episode will have a follow-up. I feel so because I really want to hear it from that perspective. So if you're listening and you're one of those people and you're brave enough to get fucking naked with me, come, 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 give me a call and we're going to talk because I really want to know what causes it, you know, um... You know that this is somebody that you love, you made that vow. And yes, just like any other relationship, marriage will have its dry period. But in the mind, the consciousness, that feeling that you get when you walk away. I had a conversation with a friend recently, he said he met someone, the person was beautiful, smart, looking good, speaking well, everything that you would want in a woman. And everything in him wanted to go for it. Yeah, he wanted to go for it. But something pulled him back. So it was a mature decision, a conscious decision to have that conversation with the young lady and say, I really, really want to, but I can't. And I respect that dude so fucking much for that. You know, so it's like, what causes you to cross that barrier? Because you're not leaving. You are not leaving if you say to me okay my wife and i are separated and we're going we're definitely heading for divorce so even though i i'm very fond of you and i'm dating you or whatever to take my mind off it i know that this is heading for divorce then i could say okay i could kind of understand what's going on there kind of because even with that you're still a distraction you're still a meantime kind of a person for this this individual, whilst they're going through their divorce, so I would still prefer in a situation like that. My logic will tell me stay away until that situation has cleared itself up. But if it is that you decided, you know for a fact that you're not leaving your spouse, but yet you in, engage in this relationship, what is it that causes that? Because you know this other person is definitely going to be hurt. You might be hurt as well because you know you can't leave. So some of the reasons people don't leave. I guess the financial obligation, the children, um, the fact that a divorce is going to be very expensive and you might lose everything. Because I remember telling him at some point in time, I said, you know, our relationship won't be good. Huh? It definitely won't be good because you love your children too much. So even if you divorce, and you know now that you'll have to sp- split the time that you spend with your children, you will have to be in court in a nasty divorce, you will lose your house that you spent all this time building, I am going to get the brunt of that fucking hood. So our relationship is going to starve as a result. So I had to think ahead in that regard. And I knew it was going to happen like that, because then now the dynamics change in the whole situation. Now, okay, yeah, he's there. Um, you're not, you're no longer committed to the person, but your entire story has changed. Now you're going through a difficult situation. Our interaction can never be the same. You know, so I there was a coming down to the end of our relationship. I started to give him pointers. I said, you know, the things that you do with me, like that lunchtime rendezvous, or going for lunch, sitting by the park and having lunch. Or the random go to Tobago I will come and meet him after work on a Friday I, I fly over just drive up to the airport leave my car there for the weekend we stay for the weekend I said that's what you need to do with her. at the end of the day being number two is never a good place to be I don't want to be number two ever ever no the only time I be number two is to God yeah but in terms of relationships with male and female i can't be your next option it's just not right so i'm not going to put myself in a situation like that again um i don't care what you tell me i don't care what you tell me and some people will promise that they're going to leave they're going to leave they'll see how things go with us and then we're going i will you know we'll see how things go and then you're going to leave no you need to be sure about me you need to be sure that i am the person you want and it will take you ending that relationship to be with me. And it can't be that your marriage going good or your wife or husband think that everything honky dory with all you and you just decide to spring a bomb on them one day. Hey, we're getting a divorce. Still, no. I want to know everything in your marriage that's causing you to want to leave and come with me. I pray to God I don't ever, ever end up in a situation like that again. It is, it is very prevalent these days where you find that people who are married, it's, the, it's, the, it's a fad. Yeah, you're married, you're successful, but it's good to have a, a side piece. I remember one time, same, same guy, <laughs> he drank with his friends one day, so he's driving home and I'm keeping him company on the phone whilst he's driving home because he was a little bit tipsy, so I was like, let me make sure you get home safely, so I stayed on the phone with him. And you know when people drink them out loose so he started off with um oh tell me your credit card balance i'm gonna pay off your credit card i'm gonna pay for this i said no you're not you're not doing any such thing this is not what our interaction our relationship is about we enjoy each other i'm not taking your money he said oh gosh this is what get me upset with you you know you're always so independent and all of that i say yeah because we're not in a committed relationship so why do you think you have to be committed to my bills i'm sorry we're not doing that. Then he says to me, oh, I really love you. And oh, um, don't you know you're my trophy? Well, here now, I was lying down all the time. Huh? I sit up. I said, what well, you just up? Uh, I'm your trophy. I said, so wait, because your wife looking bland, <laughs> basic Becky, Becky, because she's basic Becky, but that's not the person that you're leaving. That's the person you committed to, to spend the rest of your life with. That's who you're making life plans with. So i don't care how much of a basic becky she is you cannot fucking call me a trophy yeah i look good and uh, i m- have a good social life and all of these different things but that can't be the reason that you're with me oh my god that made me cringe to be a trophy so ladies when i see they tell you that i don't think that's a compliment i did not feel complimented when i heard that in fact All of these things put together helped me to walk away from that relationship because it couldn't be that I love myself. I value myself. I have I place a a high value on myself and I am in this scenario. That can't be right. So I'm also somebody who is very open about a lot of things, as you know. So here it is. I can't talk about you with anybody because they might know you. I can't. Talk about you with my friends, because my friends will be judgy. <laughs> because they all said to me, you know you shouldn't be in this relationship with this married man. And I told all of them, I know you're right. You are right. But this is what I'm feeling. This is a genuine feeling. Let me go through my journey. Please, let me just go through this this, this process. It's helping me in some way. And I'm asked every Sunday, I went to Jucha, and I'm asking God to forgive me. But Monday, he's in my bed, lunchtime. <laughs> It's not even funny, but it was, I mean, I just, I just had to plug that in there. Um, Some people really get hurt by it. And if you know you can't handle that kind of heat, don't even try to put yourself in a scenario like that. I want to hear what your thoughts are. Oh my God, y'all, I keep telling y'all to give me feedback. I don't want to hear that you love any podcast, you know, oh gosh, tell me your thoughts about these things. We want to have a conversation. It can't just be me, me, me talking all the time, you know, and uh, I want to have that conversation with you guys about these topics that we we share in, in the Naked podcast and encourage you as well to share your story You know, because these are the things that help you to cleanse yourself. This is what I believe. I'm not going to tell anybody how to live their lives, but this is what helps me. It helps me to cleanse myself of certain situations by sharing. And if it is that someone comes to me and say, oh, God, you know, I went through something like that. Thanks for sharing your story. I feel so much better now that I can um, open up about it. We're here to call ourselves out. On the things that we do and be accountable for our actions I went into this with a very sober head not at first because the kiss wasn't sober I went into this relationship with a very sober head but it was real my love for him was real his love for me was real I should say still is on both sides but we had to make a logical decision to pull away from each other because it was not gonna go anywhere so if you know that you're in a situation like that, ask yourself, what are you really looking for? If you are the married person, ask yourself, why am I doing this to my spouse? What, what about my relationship with my spouse is causing me to want to entertain someone else on the outside? Let's really have that conversation. Because it's really sad when um, you just hurt other people. It's really sad. And I also know that there are situations where the spouse knows of the partner. But they just don't care. They're just like, okay, once you do what you have to do any days come? I think that's where marriage has come to in a lot of scenarios now. People are agreeing to have open relationships, open marriages. What the fuck is an open marriage? Somebody tell me, please. Where's that? Open and marriage can't be in the same sentence. It can't be, but we all have our vices. Me a judging, but it's just not for me. All right. So anyway, thank you so much to Cam Pro Productions, Cam, Cam Productions, uh, for uh, editing for us. Always grateful for that. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and please share your comments with me in on uh, Facebook the saline solution or on instagram the saline solution each word separated by underscores looking forward to hearing from you and let's continue to get naked